The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business on News Talk. Last night saw the first toy show of Patrick Keelty's new reign. I don't know if reign is the right term. It sounds slightly too authoritarian for the host of the Late Late Show, but tenure, there's the word, of Patrick Keelty's new tenure. So we asked our own Simon Tierney and friend of the show, Barbara Scully, to watch from the opening credits to the closing credits and give us an assessment. Now, this don't make that noise. The sense that I get, Barbara, is from all of the analysis, this was a tour de force. Um... I don't know if I'd call it a tour de force exactly. And I should preface my comments by saying that I have for years made a virtue out of not watching the toy show and out of publicly saying on numerous occasions how much I hated the whole schmaltzy, tinselly, over sugared thing. Yet when we offered you a cheque, look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know what I'm going to do yeah, with all that money. I don't know what I'm going to do with all that money. But... Um, yeah, but and so when I was asked by your producer, would I watch it? I went, oh, mother of God, do I have to do this? And then we had such a terrible week here, particularly if you're a Dubliner. Um, and I suddenly found myself on Friday morning going, watching the toy show is grand, actually, tonight. That's just what I need. Rest my brain and just, you know, get involved in the whole fantasy element of it. So that said, um, I thought I wouldn't have called it a tour de force. I thought it was too small. Um, You know, good start by Patrick Keelty. Very different. And I mean, again, I should preface my remarks by saying I don't think Ryan Turberty was the best Late Late Show host we ever had. But I do think he was without doubt the best host of the Late Late Toy Show. I think his obvious love of kids, love of toys, you know, everything being happy and the happy and 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 cheerful and you know tinselly and over the top i think kind of suited very much the toy show and so and i and i admire patrick guilty because he didn't try and do that at all it was quite a different toy show it was more of a low energy toy show than a high energy kind of mad fest that that Ryan Tuberty presided over it was more it was quieter and i think so that was nice um and i think in view of the week we had, I think it was kind of, it was kind of nice. And he started off by by referencing that. And God forgive me, we were spared the kind of sermon we might have gotten from his predecessor about being kind to everybody and loving everybody and all that. So Simon, a, a more reserved, low-key, but nonetheless very successful outing. Yeah, I think it was largely successful. Um, and I agree with Barbara that it was more low energy, but thank goodness for that. Um, I'll give you an example. At the beginning of the show, no spoilers here, don't worry if you're watching back later today, but um, it started with this kind of big song and dance number as it generally does um, over the last few years and particularly under Tuberty's tenureship. But it didn't crescendo with the host being the star of that. It ended with a little girl uh, up in the air and kind of with a, a wizard's wand and lighting the star at the top of the tree. And it, it she was the star say, maybe, of the Maybe end I'm of fixating it. on the wrong thing. They left her up there an awful long they time. Did. <laughs> they did. They did. I was like, so can like, just leave that small child yeah. suspended from the roof for the <laughs> yeah. entire show? Uh, can we get some help there for this girl, please? Um, but I was glad. And, and Patrick um, pointed up to her and everyone else was pointing up to her. So it kind of set the tone that... The host isn't the star of this. Mm. The kids are the star of this. And I liked that. Now, in saying that, um, I also agree with Barbara that room to improve in the sense that my big issue 
with the toy show over the, over the last few years since um, the other Pat and Gay finished their uh, their their role with this program is that um, the toy testing needs to be the bread and butter, the meat and bones of what this show is about. That's where the magic happens. That's where the kids are given, should be given the space to, yes. to shine. And that's where you get the humour. And I felt with yesterday, and this could be nerves on, on behalf of Patrick, which is totally understandable given it's his first toy show, but he tended to narrate the toy testing sessions far too much. And when the host is narrating the toy testing, it means that there isn't space for the children to speak and talk about what they're doing. And he kind of tended to smother those sessions too much with, it was almost but like... But to some extent, is that a, is it is it an unnecessary relic of the past? Because there was a time when the toy show was about because parents wouldn't have access to all the toys and you get to see the things yeah. in operation that they're only seeing in, in uh, static ads. Whereas now, if you want any of that, you can go on YouTube, I assume. You don't actually need the toy review bit of it, but do you? I do, But I do agree that that's where the magic happens. And that was always where the magic happens. And I do agree that, that um, Kielty tended to overmanage um, that a little bit. Uh, but there were some, and I mean, again, I don't want to give spoilers, but there were some great moments. One of my favourite... Well, let's bits, just put a general caveat around this. There's going to be spoilers, lads. Yeah, so here we go. Yeah, it's um, not breaking bad. So, <laughs> no, you know, it's... Um, but one of my favourite bits, going back to when Gay Byrne, and particularly when Gay Byrne was involved, my favourite bit of the toy show was always the book bit. And I always remember Gay Byrne saying, if you give a child the gift of a book, you give them the gift of reading for life. Yes, and I always yes. thought, yeah, that's right, because I was that nerdy kid who loved reading from the time I was very young. And last night they had uh, a fellow cycle out on a bike with a mobile library kind of attached, which was just like, oh my God, look, imagine that. And then they had uh, three three kids, I think, doing book reviews. And the first fellow was talking about poetry. Now, he did look like a miniature Michael D and he had the little glasses and he had a top hat on for some reason. But he recited W.B. Yeats's um, He Wishes for the Cloths of Heaven, which is also one of my favourite poems. And oh my I, God, that's I high end for the toy show, isn't that it? That was just wow. gorgeous. Um, now, another thing I would criticise heavily from last night was the camera work was just appalling. For example, part of that book review, there was another guy who was giving a kind of quick mention to a load of books, the camera caught practically none of the books so that you couldn't see them. Now, thankfully, if anybody did see that and was frustrated because you're interested in the books for children, Sarah Webb tweeted uh, the list afterwards, which was very useful. But you couldn't. The camera work was dire. And even when they had that little girl, what was her name, Sophie, who was at the watch party with her family and they were going to bring her in, she was in a fog. Somewhere I can hear a cameraman or camerawoman shouting, they weren't on their marks, what do you expect me to do? So (laughs) let's not attribute um, cause to the camera person, but the end result being, it was difficult to see what they were actually looking at. It was very difficult at times. Uh, Tech saying, I suppose the energy levels required depends on the audience. My 13 year old said he just wasn't as much fun as the other guy. Uh, Toy Show was very enjoyable. Thankfully, it was about the kids and not the host. Well done. Is it just me, says another, or is it not cringy when you hear Ryan Tuberty being referred to, as he himself said, the Toy toy Man? man. Uh, Another, we came in halfway through to my two teenagers watching the Toy Show and they haven't watched in years and they loved the fact that Patrick let the kids shine and not the host. That seems to be a, a theme that's emerging, that this was kids first. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I think that seemed to be a deliberate move on Patrick Keelty's part. And I think that's a really good way to go from now on. In terms of the the demonstrations and stuff, a criticism I would have, Anton, is that I felt the toy testing was too gendered. Um, so you'll have the Lottie dolls being reviewed by a girl. You'll have the rugby stuff with a boy. Uh, you'll have the dinosaurs with the two twin brothers. Um, I would have liked to see that mixed up a little bit more. It seemed a little bit like... I can't believe I missed that. God, er, I'm early, such a bad feminist. It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, Barbara, what were Jesus. you thinking? I was late. <laughs> yeah, so I was wowed by the dresses. <laughs> I think they need to be conscious of that because, uh, you know, kids, boys and girls play with a really wide variety of toys now. You know, you, there should be boys reviewing teddies and dolls and there should be girls reviewing rugby stuff as well. What about in the midst of all of this, the general principle relating to the toy show or the general belief of the toy show is that it requires two things. It requires very quirky child doing an entertaining, unexpected thing and it requires the revelation of senior celebrity a la Seinfeld or Ed Sheeran or somebody along those lines. Did it deliver on either of those moments? No. Not as much as previous years. Um, there was no dad defence forces well, returning, was, popping out of a There, there was a, a moment when the, the little boy who was rugby fanatic, um, he was singing Ireland's Call, Stevie, he did he a fantastic... Absolutely. He belted it out. He really did a fantastic yeah, rendition. Great. I actually stood up myself and joined in. Did you put um, your hand on your heart? I still had some wine at that point. Okay, so you <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, But for me, the standout moment and I don't know if you agree with this, uh, Barbara, was Shamey from Kilfenora. <laughs> I, I have to mention Shamey from Kilfenora. I couldn't understand half what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a he had a gorgeous uh, West Clare yeah. accent. Um, someone tweeted, uh, "Shamey from Kilfenora seven going on fifty seven. He was absolutely. He had a yeah. wonderful way about him. His turn of phrase was brilliant. Um, so he was a real standout for me. I don't know about you, Barbara. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, I did. I, um, but. Isn't there always the kid who's like the old guy, you know, going on The 57? thing is, though, you get the sense when you watch it that they're just naturally occurring, that they grow somewhere at the back of Montrose yeah, and that yeah, you exactly. farm. But it takes, a, it must take a huge amount of effort to cast the toy yeah, show. I mean, yeah. to go around and find the right yeah. blend of kids because you need enough confidence that they don't wilt in front of the cameras yeah. in a live audience, but that they're not overly precocious, that they're... It's it's a tricky job to Yeah, produce. there was one uh, little girl who was involved early on. I think she was the second toy tester. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she she definitely was high energy. I mean, she was bouncing oh, around. she was bouncing and around. Patrick was trying to steer her, to you know, back her. behind the yeah. table and back so that we could see what was going on and all the rest of it. I mean, there was no superstar moment at all. And at one stage, there was a box that opened and things flew out of it. Um, and then Patrick Kilty got a camera to come over to the box. And I thought, oh, there's going to be somebody really, you know, a, a mega superstar coming out of the box. There wasn't. There was the woman in the box who was operating the box. He was showing us how, how the magic was done. There's been a couple of those in the late days recently <laughs> where they, they tease what you like, here's Shania here's, Twain. Oh, it's not. It's and there's not. been a lot of it's not. There was, there was no, there was no high end superstar that came out. The other thing that I liked about it, and I felt this was genuine, is I think twice during the show, once at the beginning when when Patrick Kilty was talking about the events in Dublin during the week, 
And the second part, I think, was towards the end, maybe when he was, oh, when he was giving, again, spoiler alert, one of the kids got a trip with Disney and Aer Lingus, blah, blah. Um, he gets quite emotional and his mm. voice starts to break. And I think that's nice because it's genuine and you can see him trying to control it. Um, he has a huge amount of empathy. He has a huge amount of empathy. And I think he wears his heart on his sleeve. And I quite liked that as well. I thought that was lovely. I felt there wasn't an awful lot of Christmas music in it. There was like the Santa Claus come to town at the beginning. And I think they reprised that at the end. But other than that, well, there thanks was... God for small mercies, Barbara. <laughs> Tech saying, Anton, I thought the toy show was one of the best recently. It was well paced and the children were at the centre. It wasn't as frantic as previously. Up, Shamey. Another watched the show with all the kids last night and it was a breath of fresh air and also great not to have the host trying to be the centre yes. of attention and a lot of people very positive about it. I suppose the one thing, to, to take it to a cynical mercenary and commercial end of things, the toy show makes a pile of mm. money for RTE yeah. and given the recent hassle that RTE has had, I wonder to some extent, will they be looking at last night as potentially a Rubicon crossed? They sold a ball of ads off the back of it. Yeah. It will probably have rated well heaving sighs of relief all around Montrose. Yeah, I'd say there'd be a lot of people going, maybe we should turn this into a musical and put it on in the convention (laughs) centre. How can we milk this for all it's worth? Yeah, I mean, you know, advertisers are paying between 80 and 90,000 euro for a slot. Um, This is extraordinary money, which means that there's a huge amount of pressure on Patrick Guilty last night to deliver the viewership figures. Last year, I think there was 1.5 million with an 80% market share. Now, it, I think it'll be quite difficult to top that yeah. uh, this year. It's, but that's we bizarre don't have by yet. any international comparator. 80% market share. You see, that's one of the things that I never got about the Late Late Toy Show is that the Late Late Show is an adult entertainment show. It starts at 9.30 on a Friday night and runs until, well, it used to run until half 11. And then one, laugh three. Yeah. And then one <laughs> night of the year we do it as the toy show, which is clearly aimed at children. And the audience is full of adults. And they're not all the parents of the children who are on the stage. And this was always the thing that used to baffle me. And I used to go, I mustn't be completely Irish because I don't get this. Like, I really kind of find this weird. But then last night I was totting up as they were giving away stuff to the one for everybody in the audience, which has reduced a lot in recent years on general shows. Last night, I would reckon they came out with about seven to eight hundred euros worth per person of stuff and gifts and vouchers. Can you take uh, a cash option? Uh, nice work if you can get it. Ah, penny dropped for you. I that that's what it is. That's why they're all killing each other for tickets for the toy show. Well, on that topic, we're going to give away stuff in a second. Big thank you to Barbara Scully, friend of the show and author and broadcaster. all hours last okay, night. Okay, we hours. got that, Barbara. Yes, you sacrificed a lot for us and we're forever Up grateful. early this morning. Likewise, our own Simon Tierney from NewsGuard. Thank you both very much. The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.